Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. This is part two of the centennial broadcast for Dexter Gordon, his 100th birthday, February 27th, 2023. My guest in the studio, Eric Burson. If you didn't hear part one, probably want to go back and hear that. And here comes coming at you, part two. Dankeschön. We'd like to uh, continue with a Donald Byrd composition. This is from my uh, One Flight Up album. The melody is called Tanya.
That's the way you do it, Eric. Yeah. That's the way you end a song. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's usually how I do. <laughs> wow. Wow. It is the Dexter Gordon centennial celebration, 24 hours of nothing but Dexter Gordon here on WKCR 89.9 FM, WKCR.org. I'm Mitch Goldman here with Eric Person. We're doing a little deep focus on some live recordings of Dexter Gordon in Europe. It's 1978 right now, mm -hmm. and we're uh, March of 78. We're in Cologne, West Germany, with George Cable's piano, Rufus Reed on the bass, Eddie Gladden on the drums. This is not a commercial release, mm. but if you're enjoying this, you should by all means get some of the many wonderful albums Dexter Gordon got. And videos, too. You were talking about that, Eric. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but about this tune, you know, it's... Uh, it's yeah, def where, well, this whole set, really, mm -hmm. there's kind of an arc that we've been building since 6 o'clock yeah. now. Yeah. Tell me about this tune. Well, this, this tune, like, has a, you know, like a soul jazz feel, you know, uh, but a, but a, but a, but with a little bit of a, a a kind of meditative kind of thing to it, so it's just not like like a gospel um, soul jazz thing. Um, it's a it's a nice tune, and actually, Dexter made made his made his um, uh, he he found other other things to say on this tune that he didn't say on the other two, other two tunes. He actually got away from all the quoting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, um, and started playing other things. And then actually at the end of the tune, they opened it up with free and he started cutting these really hip arpeggios. Well, you, you know, it was funny. You and I, we always talk about the stuff that happens off mic. We start looking at each other like, oh, it sounds like the song's ending. We're grabbing our headphones, and I'm, you know, getting ready to open the mics. And I saw, wait, there's still three minutes mm, left yeah. of this. Yeah. And that was kind of, I love that whole piece, but that last three minutes was like, man, that was, uh, you know. I, well, that's my thing because, you know, even, just, just to talk about myself for a second, when I was with Dave Holland, I remember I, People were waiting for me and Gene Jackson just to open up the ends of the tunes. Yeah, you know, and I, I remember some one guy in particular just said, "I was just waiting for the end of the tune." He's like, <laughs> "You know, y'all do that thing," but yeah, I mean, that's that's so great, you know, um, that he, he showed how big his ears was, and you know, and 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 just that he was not just into just what he had been normally playing standards and everything, but he had been listening to the music that had been coming down the pike since he had came out, you know, that and that mo that music went modal, it went open, it went free, and he showed that he got a place in all that, you know. And, and you know, it was interesting to me because, just to talk about myself again, just for please, a second. Please, I'm, I'm, that's why you're here. Yeah. Uh, I have a project called Person to Person, and it features Houston, the great Houston person on tenor. And um, hey, wait a minute—that's your last name. Too. <laughs> yes, it is. And so, um, one thing I like is to get any chance I can is to get him to play 
on something else, not a not a, a tune he's used to, not a, just a blues, not just a ballad, but something else that I can just hear his concept, his sound. And even if it's the kind of stuff that he would do on on that stuff, it has another, it just has a whole opening effect for me, you know. And that's what the end of this tune was like, to hear Dexter Gordon, like, playing, like, free, in a sense, yeah, like, free thinking, totally, yeah. open. That's magic, yeah. you know. Well, and, and that solo at the beginning of that piece, mm-hmm. he was, like, dropping bombs. Mm-hmm. He was, like, yeah. swaggering the beat around and mm-hmm. just, like, doing things you're not supposed to He was to stretching do. it out. He was. He, he was, was stretching it out. And actually, um, I like that he got down to the lowest note on his horn. Yes. That's that's a signature yeah. of his too, right? Yeah, I don't know if he, I don't even know if he got he did that on on like someone in love. We was just saying earlier how he seemed like he was doing something a little feeling something different yeah. on that tune. But he definitely was definitely in it on this and uh he's fantastic. Do you think for a guy like that, does it become too easy in a way to just come out and play a, you know, do an hour set, play familiar tunes and do his little shtick that he does every time? Or um, do you think he, does he need to challenge himself to, I mean, I've never heard him play like he's playing in a rut. He always, it always sounds fresh. I'm just wondering how you get to that or does it take effort to do that is there a tendency sometimes to slip into you know comfortable pair of bedroom slippers and do a set that I, way I always I always felt that he was a thinker yeah so when you're a thinker you know you're always moving in new material you're you're uh you're you're conscious of that place of uh you know pe- people call it the zone or whatever but you're always trying to find yourself in that. And if you're not going to be in that, what's the point of being there? Yeah. Like he actually lived in a place, the great ones like him, you know, Houston person, they live in a place where some people might be just like, oh, that's just natural for them. But they, but they're thinkers. They, they're feeling and they're thinking and they're, 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 um, they're still living improvisers. You know, you could hear guys. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody who I might say maybe he he wasn't like that, but uh, uh, you know, to to stay on the jazz scene and at and at and at the top of it, you really have to keep creating. You know, you really have to. Uh, you can't fall into that rut. Yeah. You know, because it's gonna it's gonna feel old to you. You know, I mean, I can't really think of anybody where I'm like, he was at the top and he just came and just played the same thing over and over. And then it was just like, okay, next. That ain't the music, man. Yeah. That's, that's like, that's like being a walking dead. Cause the music is spiritual, you know, and that, that has to always remain central to your to 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 what you're doing keeping that spirituality that creativity that openness that listening you know that vibrancy you know you're trying to connect with the audience that 
can't come out there like, yeah, I'm just doing my hit again. Yeah, okay, I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm gonna play my same solo that I did on the record and see if they <laughs> if they, if they if they catch it. You know, you can't do that. Come on. <laughs> I was setting you up. I wanted to hear you say that. Want, that's what I wanted to hear. See, for me, I could do that on radio. I could, you know, <laughs> do, do routine nine again, Eric. Um, here with Eric Person. It is an inspiration. Does it make you want to go out and play listening to this? Does oh, it... yeah. Uh, you know what it actually makes me to want to do too is like just sit down with one of his solos and say say oh that was let me let me let me see what that is. He's there is every one of these you know we collected a few of these sets and they're all very different and actually there's very little overlap in personnel mm-hmm. um, and it's not a huge span of time but it doesn't feel like he's kind of burning through characters like each band sounds like his band and each set sounds like his set of music Mm -hmm. but it's a uh and i guess it's all within a certain genre but but there's there's a a range and it's a pretty big range Mm -hmm. and so just in this uh, maybe people are coming along probably picking up some new listeners maybe didn't hear from the beginning started with secret love but is that a I know that song. Is that is that a show tune? Is that uh, I don't know what that's the origin of that song is. I would say I would say it is a show tune. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I should know that before I ask. Yeah. We heard like someone in love, another standard. They're both standards. Tanya, that last piece, Donald Byrd composition, mm-hmm. and then would you say that's sort of setting the table for this next piece? Well, I mean, this is this is gonna be the first ballad you've changed. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's time. I'm actually, actually, it's interesting that he didn't do the ballad third. That's what I'm thinking. Usually, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. you save a, a kind of a rave up for the end and yeah. work up to that. Uh, yeah, he's kind of yeah. changing the convention in that way. But uh, I think he's going to bring a little something special to this one, too. It's uh, what do we associate when you think of You've Changed? Uh, Billie Holiday. Yeah, late Billie Holiday <laughs> recording. And when she was, her voice was really full and rich, and uh, yeah. maybe she'd lost a little bit of the uh, youthful giggle that she had early on, but she found something else in, when she recorded that song. So, and Dexter Gordon's feeling it. It's uh, So once again, it's at the club Subway in Cologne, March of 1978, George Cables, Rufus Reed, Eddie Gladden, the rhythm section. It is February 27th, 2023, the 100th anniversary of the birth of Dexter Gordon. Here at WKCR, we are celebrating round the clock. And um, I'm Mitch Goldman here with Eric Person. Okay, I just want (laughs) to interject real quick. Okay, so the song Secret Love is actually on Wikipedia listed as, in parentheses, Doris Day song. Secret Love is a song composed by Sammy Fain. He did the music, and Paul Francis Webster did the lyrics for Calamity Jane. Uh-huh. Okay, well. A 1953 musical film in which it was introduced by Doris Day in the title role. I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% up on my Doris Day. I'm, <laughs> I can admit that. But, you know, well, it's a gorgeous song. And, um, yeah. 
Dexter certainly found plenty to do with that. And I think you're going to find he's also going to do that with You've Changed. Dexter Gordon Radio on WKCR. Eric, you've changed. For the better, though. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) WKCR. Thank you. 
That's a way to play a ballad, huh? That was great. That, once again, or if you're just joining us, I will tell you, you are listening to the Dexter Gordon Centennial Broadcast. He arrived here on the planet 100 years ago today, February 27, 1923, I should say, this being 2023. And that you've changed. We heard a solo in the beginning of that one from Dexter, and he came back at the end with that briefer solo, but it went into that... Cadenza. Unaccompanied... What? Cadenza. Cadenza, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I felt like... Uh, what did what, you hear in there? What did you hear in there? Listening to that. The way the whole piece was yeah. approached. I mean, Dexter was taking his time 
you know, and uh, the the sound quality or his sound character with that that wetness, that breathiness. Mm. That's the character of sound. That that makes up the saxophone sound. That that little bit of air, little reed sound, you know, some some little spit sound in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's what people want to hear, you know. And I, I think that's I think actually that's what a lot of musicians they 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 miss that now. They that's supposed to be in your sound, it, and 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 that's what touches people. That makes people be like. Like when they talk to you later, they'd be like, "Hey man, you know, I, I really dug that ballad, and you know, I could hear like you breathing, man. I, I could hear your lungs filling up, yeah, and pushing the air into your horn. Pe- people, that's that makes that's the human experience of music. A lot of guys, uh, I know we we was talking a little earlier, but uh, about you know the character, of the saxophone sound, but it's like a lot of musicians nowadays." Have went went the far end of it where it's like their sound is so clean. Yeah, it's like one step over a synthesizer sound. Yeah, yeah. well, he Dexter in this, I kind of felt like he had one approach with playing with the band. Gorgeous sound, his time, everything's happening. Mm-hmm. The breathiness, I'm hearing all that. Then when he comes back at the end, the cadenza seemed to have almost a whole different sound that was even more intimate mm-hmm. unaccompanied mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like that made me think of uh, like Mingus playing the piano or something like a meditation mm-hmm. that was like really him mm-hmm. that was like naked oh yeah 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 no it was it was uh, it was fantastic this has been quite a ride Eric <laughs> this has been quite a ride I'm here with Eric Person and we are doing our deep focus, so we uh, explore a complete live set, and that's what we've been doing on this Centennial broadcast. This has been from the club Subway in Cologne on Aachenerstrasse, still there. <laughs> okay. I'm March in 1978. My apology to our listeners in Germany. I'm really doing my best. George Cable's piano, Rufus Reed on the bass, Eddie Gladden on the drums, Dexter Gordon course playing the tenor saxophone and we heard a full set there's one little piece left what's it going to be the one piece is called sticky wicket you know this one uh i don't shall we yes yes all right it is the dexter gordon centennial broadcast i'm so proud to be part of this and i'm so happy you came through eric yeah this is uh this is enlightening for me. You yeah, know. Me too, man. Me too. Mm-hmm. You're adding a lot to my experience listening to this music. Uh, this is the end of this set. We got another gorgeous, glorious surprise for you coming next. Yes. Sticky Wicket, Dexter Gordon Radio on WKCR. <laughs>
It's the Dexter Gordon Centennial Broadcast, February 27th, 2023, the anniversary, the 100th anniversary of Dexter Gordon's arrival on the planet. Dexter Gordon passed away in 1990. You know who was born exactly a week after Dexter? This is really surprising to me when I found this out. Wes Montgomery. So the following episode you're not going to want to miss if you're digging this you're going to want to hear the west montgomery centennial with rodney jones that's coming up so you just heard heard part two of dexter with eric person check out part three and then i'm going to say you might want to go on and check out some of the other shows i've done with eric and i'm definitely recommending the west montgomery centennial broadcast for everybody who's enjoying this show. Okay, I'll see you over at part three, 2023, February 27th. Eric Person on Dexter Gordon. Steep Focus, I'm Mitch Goldman.